This is the Mend It Pass podcast with Chadwick Hayward, episode number 10. Welcome to MendItPass.com. Let's get back to bed. Well, hello, Pat Menders. Thank you so much for joining me for the 10th episode of the Mend It Pass podcast. Today, I'm lucky to be joined by primary school teacher Katie Martin. With health issues arising, Katie was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Please join me as she shares her story of how she was able to take her health in her own hands, mend the path she was on, and finally got back to better. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, Katie. It's an honor to have you on today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Fantastic. So I came across you and your story through our friend um, Tim Kaufman, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago. And it looks like you're another example of the watched forks over knives and something clicked crowd that you hear that story over and over again. Do you want to give us a little background of what led up to you finding yourself on the couch watching forks over knives? Yes, definitely. Um, my earliest memories go back to when I was around eight to 10 years old. I had a lot of, um, changes in my life. Uh, my parents divorced, um, my dad, uh, was trying to raise basically three kids while he's working full time. So there was a lot of eating McDonald's that he'd home from work, processed foods, my, my candy intake and things weren't being monitored. Um, so I quickly became overweight. I had a cyst on my leg develop at that same time period. Oh um, so they, you know, I didn't know at the time, but it was potentially cancerous. Um, and so oh, we wow. had, it took several years for that to get biopsied. It was benign, um, but it was, it had a hole in my bone that had to actually grow back. Hmm. And so that all started around when I was, you know, in third grade. And then by the time, you know, I had surgery finished in fifth grade, I spent all of my junior high years, six, seven, and eight, not being in sports, not um, even being in PE. Um, So that affected, you know, uh, my physical fitness. Um, I didn't know how to engage in sports. I didn't know the rules of the games. Okay. Um, So that, of course, affects you socially. Of course. Um, You know, and so that developed insecurities and things like that, teasing, bullying based on my weight. Um, all kind of come together. So yeah, that, that was kind of early on in my years and it carried into, you know, high school. Now I have poor health. Um, my hormones didn't develop correctly, things like that. A lot of yo-yoing in my weight, um, up and down uh, because I didn't know how to fix the problem, um, that I was having with my weight and my health. Yeah. And so, you know, about junior, senior year and on in through college, um, um, it became more severe in the, in the, in that I was developing anxiety and depression issues. Um, more of those suicidal thoughts of, I just want the pain to go away. Yeah. Started coming up. And, um, and so, yeah, that continued all the way through my college years. Um, and so then after college, it's now I'm on my own. <laughs> so you're, you're experiencing life for the first time as an adult, you know, a lot of major, um, event changes, you know, being away from your family. Um, I got married. So you're trying to figure out, oh, how am I going to run a household? <laughs> what yeah. kind of foods are we going to eat? And I, I didn't have a job fresh out of college. So we're eating ramen noodles, which is a cheap food, yep. <laughs> uh, deep frying things, um, McDonald's three times a day. Were you on any medications? 
I was starting in high school because um, my hormones were not functioning correctly. So um, my cycles were um, sporadic. I was having a lot of pain. So they put me on birth control pills back in high school. And then because of the anxiety and depression, they started putting me on medications for that in college. And so that continued on as well. And so getting married, then the question was, well, are we going to have kids? Well, in that case, you got to get off the birth control pills. Yeah. And you have to. And the medications I'm on would make me not be able to breastfeed and things like that. So it really that was my first moment where I'm like, okay, something in my body needs to change. Yeah. Um, If my body is not in a position to be able to carry or feed for a child, then something's not right. And so at that point, um, I started actually, we, we moved to Texas and the doctor also, uh, I thought I was pregnant because I was having a lot of nausea and he basically said, no, your gallbladder is spasming. And, uh, if oh, you don't dear. get off the fat, you're gonna, you're gonna have to have it removed. Wow. Yeah. So I started actually making a list of all the problems, healthcare problems I was having Feet and ankles and knees were all tight and swollen. I was in a lot of pain. I was having sciatic nerve problems. Uh, my neck and shoulders were very tight all the time. Um, so it was causing headaches and things mm. like that. I was having trouble sleeping because of the pain. Um, my eyesight, my tooth decay issues were happening. Um, I even had a, a wart on my finger. And the doctors, of course, respond with more medications, burn yeah. it off, of you, know, m- you know, things like that. Um, Did you find it helped to write it down? Did you find that like things that you were subconsciously overlooking, like it it brought it to the forefront by putting it on paper or was there any value in that? Yeah. Yes, definitely. It was like, okay, wow. It's not just the one or two things that were the most obvious. Hmm. There's a lot of underlying things that, that I think just happen over time that you don't pay attention to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I exactly. So I just started listing and I'm like, oh, yeah, that doesn't seem normal. And that doesn't seem normal. Um, But when I went to the doctor, they said it's completely normal. Okay, you're just getting older. Oh, it's just mild arthritis. I'm like, I'm 25. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why am I having this many problems at 25 already? Yeah, that doesn't seem normal to me. Exactly. I'm like, okay, I I don't want to live my life feeling like this. Yeah. Um, So so I, I became aware that there were some health problems and that it needed to be fixed and that the medical industry wasn't going to help me okay. in a way that I wanted to be helped, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to. All they kept saying is, you know, you have allergies, you're going to be, you need to take antihistamines daily. And I was like, really? That's like the third medication you're putting me on for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> so did you did you just say no to the medications and go home and start doing research or how did you react to that? Well, it, it met the immediate need, so I did take them. Um, I mean, they did help. Um, you know, all of them helped for a while, but it didn't feel like it was fixing the problem. It okay. just felt like it was kind of a band aid. Yeah, and so that's what medications are, right? They treat symptoms, not. Exactly. And I was okay using that for the short term, but I'm, I'm like, the life is, life is too long for me to just ignore that there's a bigger problem. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. Good on you. (laughs) So, I mean, we, we got married in, um, 2003 and it took until 2013, 10 years before, 
uh, we were really able to make some major lifestyle changes. Okay. Uh, we, we tried several of the gyms and the diets and the, all the, the things that are just more of a fad. They're too extreme, I think. They're too restrictive, too hard to maintain. Yeah. Not, not very much support. And we, we were involved in ministry that took up a lot of time. There were a lot of things we were trying to do. We were just too busy. Our life was not balanced is, ha- is the conclusion we came up to. Okay. Um, and so at one point, we finally went, you know what? We need to make our health a priority. Um, my husband was developing health issues as well that were becoming very severe. He was needing surgery. And we went, okay, it's time. We need to focus on us. Yeah. And so in 2013, uh, we would have quit our jobs if we had a choice, but <laughs> since we have to pay bills, we had to kind of step down out of ministry, which is something we really wanted to do. And we started making changes in our, in our health. But it was that summer that I, I was a teacher and okay. I went from the nine or 10 months that I'm teaching is very high stress. So I'm working 10, 12 hour days, sometimes six, seven days a week and then I get off for the summer and it's the opposite extreme. I have no structure, no agenda. And it, it actually created this depression atmosphere in the summers hmm. where I'm just like, what do I do with myself? I'm beating myself up because I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And that's really where I was. It was the beginning of August and I was sitting, sitting down watching TV and I like learning. I'm an educator And so I was watching documentaries and I saw these things come up about food and through these diets and things like that, we've, we've become more aware that food is important. (laughs) You know, I mean, everybody knows, I think in the back of their minds that diet and exercise are important. Yeah. Um, but really learning the details of it. I think a lot of us don't take the time to seek it out. And so I saw a bunch of videos come up about nutrition and the foods that we're eating. And one of them was forks over knives. And so I watched it and it, the food looked appetizing. I mean, it was colorful, you know, it was what they're saying made sense. There was no calorie counting. Um, it was very positive focused. It's look at what you can eat instead of constantly going, you can't have that. Don't eat that. No, no, no. And I was like, I was very inspired by it. Yeah. It's abundance, not reductionism, right? Exactly. It was, it's, it's about, getting nutrients into your body to feed your body what it needs instead of, no, just stay away from that stuff. Yeah. Um, well, and, and the idea of not counting calories is so appealing because if you add that to the beginning of any diet food change, people see it as adding work because before I didn't do that and now I have to do this and I don't want to do more work. Exactly. Right? So you turn people off initially. Definitely. Yeah. So, and then I heard someone say it takes about two to four weeks to see your changes. Yeah. And they said in two weeks, you'll already feel better. And in four, you'll see a noticeable change. And I was like, I have two weeks until I go back to work. And I have four until I actually start teaching full on with kids. I was like, I can, I can do two to four weeks. (laughs) You know, I was like, that's a short term objective. And so I ordered the book um, online and read it in a day and immediately, oh, wow. yeah, I just soaked it all in and just went straight to the store. And I mean, I've got, I have two weeks before I have to be back. And so I spent the days at the store trying to make it more of a fun game almost and just started reading labels 
um, looking at different brands of things and getting comfortable with what to look for. Okay. And, and just trying to have some fun with it. I, I always hated the grocery store. I used to motivate myself to go grocery shopping with a treat of getting a donut when I was done. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I really didn't like going. And so I tried to just say, you know what? You have all day. Don't be stressed about it. Just have some fun. Okay. And learn because I never ate produce. I, I didn't know anything about what a squash was. Yeah. Certainly not how to prepare it or what to do with it. Yeah, I'm guilty of that as well. <laughs> You know, my, my potatoes come out of a box, <laughs> you know, so it was good experience. I had some fun with it and, um, just came home and started getting into the kitchen, learning what, how, how to use knives, <laughs> you know, what kind of knife to buy. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just had fun with it. And once I started going back to work, um, I made sure that I came home and I cooked my food Okay. and, and my husband even knows after two weeks. I had the energy to do that before I came home from work and I didn't have any energy. All you wanted to do is sit on the couch or... Exactly. I was so exhausted. Yeah. And he goes, you're coming home and you're cooking. You never did that before. And I was like, you know, you're right. I'm actually excited about this. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And even after two weeks, I wasn't seeing a change in my scale, but my coworkers are like, whoa, what have you been doing? Um, and they were asking like, well, I went on a plant-based diet and, and of course they're like, what? You, know, they don't <laughs> you like crazy that. fool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get the, oh, I can't live without my meat. Yeah. Um, kind of a thing, but I kept at it and they kept asking questions. What are you doing? Oh my goodness. There's such a huge change. Did they say what you know, what they noticed specifically or they saw the weight change. They saw, um, I think the, the energy, the glow in my skin that okay. life that comes off of you. They're like, you just look so good. Yeah. Uh, some said you look younger, you know, you look like you have more energy, you know, you don't look stressed. Um, oh, but the awesome. biggest thing was the weight change. They were seeing that, that change in me. So that was all very positive. And so people were asking, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, one person's like, you're my hero. I know I needed to change. And you're motivating me to do it. Oh, that's incredible. Uh, and that was very inspiring to me. I'm like, all right, let's do this together, you know. And so that that helped a lot. My my head definitely cleared. That was the first thing I noticed. It felt like I didn't even realize I was living in a fog until it went away. <laughs> yeah. And that was the first thing I noticed was I can actually see and 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 think more clearly. I think those are the benefits I liked most, actually, are the ones that you didn't know you were going to get. Yeah. The, the one yeah. like where you didn't think you were in a fog and you're like, oh, wow, I think faster and clearer now. And I didn't think that that was a problem before. Yeah, definitely. And then the energy. I yeah. needed that. I think when you get in depression, it's that low energy, that lethargy. And, and to have that energy, you need that to be able to come home and cook and exercise. And You do, and, yeah you get very discouraged if you don't have energy. So that was a, a huge help because I, I couldn't get myself to work out, to exercise at all because you don't have that energy. Yeah. And after eating plants, that energy came back and I actually wanted to go for a walk. I wanted to go run again. That's such a common theme. It was amazing. And, yeah. I, and so I tell people who are like, I don't want to work out. I said, then eat, just eat. Yeah. Like, what? I shouldn't be eating. I'm like, no, you need to be eating. <laughs> well, and it's ingrained in you to reduce calories, reduce calories, but 
that's not the case. Eat more plants and you will reduce calories because they, they have less calories than uh, standard fare. But your body eventually tells you, okay, I've got what I need. Get out and do something. Yeah. And that was great because I never thought I'd just want to go exercise. You yeah. know, I never wanted to do that. Um, and so after about two weeks, I started seeing the weight really start dropping and I averaged about three pounds a week. Oh, that's and awesome. It was just coming off. And so pe- that's where people are like, oh my goodness, you know, just in a few months, I felt like a new person. Yeah. And, uh, so I was able to maintain that throughout the school year, which was huge during, you know, all those stresses and things like that, that come and go the busy times. Yeah. I was still able to keep losing the weight and maintain it, which I'd never been able to do that on any other fad or diet or anything else that I'd tried. Hmm. And it it felt good to me, even mentally, knowing that it's about the nutrition. It's about what I am giving my body, not what I'm trying to take away. Yeah. And that really helps with your psyche and your emotional, you know, well-being with what you're doing, knowing that you're doing something good for your body. Absolutely. And so I started seeing other changes. The the wart that was on my hand that they said, oh, it's going to spread. We need to burn it off. It went away <laughs> by eating plants. <laughs> yeah. And I had had it for over a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I ate plants that it just went away. Your body just took care of it. You gave your body what it needed and took care of business. Yeah. The pains in my knees. I would, I would crouch down to talk to a student and I couldn't get back up. It would lock. Oh. And, I, and so I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, would just, I couldn't get up. Um, they were in so much pain. And all that went away. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> um, my feet and ankles were hurting. That went away. So, I mean, there were a lot of positive changes that um, my body was just moving again. It was functioning the way it should. Yeah. And that was so motivating. And so was your husband plant-based with you at that point as well? Or you were said you cooked suppers, so I assume those were plant-based suppers. But outside of that, was he on board as well? Or Well, he definitely agreed with... Um, what I was doing. He goes, that makes so much sense. Okay. You know, um, we had made some small changes along the way is trying to go whole grain, um, getting rid of sugars, replacing it with more natural agave, stevia, hmm. uh, things like that alternatives. Um, and when I would cook a meal, he would eat it. And, but we were on, also on different work schedules. Okay. So he was working nights. I was working days and that was a, a different challenge for him. So as long as I was able to cook something that he could eat as leftovers, he would eat it. But if he was left to his own devices, you know, he would eat whatever. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. And so he was eating more plant-based, but he was kind of indifferent in terms of what he was, he was preparing. Okay. But the more I started to do it, the more he got on board um, and would do it also. Yeah. So he was along for the ride, essentially. Definitely. Definitely. But it's the challenge of having to... Learn. I I, t- I actually was the one learning how to do it, so yeah. I knew what to shop for. I knew how to prepare it, but he hadn't learned those things yet. Okay, kind of a thing. So I'm I'm trying to to still show him how to do those things. <laughs> well, we and, should all continuously learn, right? Exactly, exactly. So that went really well um, for about a year and a half, and then I had a really tough year um, in my job, and um, and the stress level went through the roof. And so a lot of those, um, I didn't take the time to come home and cook. Okay. It was, I don't care. Get me some kind of frozen meal or I'll pick something up on my way home. And I was like, well, certainly I could eat 
a bean burrito. And, you know, yeah. just, I'm like, beans are, are plants. <laughs> kind of, it was those little mind games that you'd play that say, well, certainly that's okay. Ah, so what, that the tortilla is not whole grain and I don't yeah. know what they really make their beans with. <laughs> it was, um, it was still plants. You, so you started switching to the more processed plants. Yes. Okay. Um, I would get a vegan frozen meal. And then okay. I'd really look at it. I'm like, oh, that sodium's way too high. Oh, they're using oils when they cook that. Um, but I just kind of turned a blind eye to it. Okay. Um, and, and tried to convince myself I was still doing okay when I wasn't. Well, in reality, you were probably doing better than eating uh, animal products that were also processed. Yes. But it, yes. it's still not the best option. But it was, it was that stepping stone. And then it was, yeah. okay, I'll have a little cheese on that. Uh, okay. you know, it just it would gradually come back, you yep. know, and then I was like, oh, they cooked, you know, they cooked those beans with bacon. <laughs> oh, well, kind of a thing. Okay. But it was just one meal kind yeah. of a thing. And so that compromising just continued on until I went, I'm not uh, that that clarity of mind started going away. The energy went away. Um, some of my other health issues were coming back. And so then I was like, hello, <laughs> there's a problem here. <laughs> yeah. And. The, the thing that I, you know, and then I started adding exercise to my regimen. And the thing, I guess my end conclusion was that it's okay to have these hiccups in your life. Yeah. Life happens. But what I've learned is, is before I felt defeated, I got depressed and I was like, okay, see you failed again. <laughs> okay. And instead I was like, no, I believe with everything in my being that this is not just a diet. This is your lifestyle. This is yeah. how you feed your body. And all you have to do in a matter of a couple weeks is just reboot yourself yeah. back to, you know, what you need to be doing and you're going to get right back on track. I know because I've seen it firsthand that it will fix itself. My body wants to fix itself. Yeah. And so all I have to do is say, it's okay. You had a hiccup. Now, what your body is telling you is that something's out of balance. Yeah. Take some time and reflect on it. And what can you do to get your body rebalanced? So for you, it was the health issues that were creeping back that really, uh, that really got you back on board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know, I know during my transition, it was, it was definitely lots of hiccups along the way. Like at one point, um, we had read Dr. Furman's fasting for health or something mm -hmm. along those lines. And so I fasted for like five days and I ended my fast with a burger. So, <laughs> right. So it's like, okay, well I'm doing well, but I'm not really doing well. Yeah. And for me, it was, it wasn't necessarily health issues. Um, it was more education. So I found that like the longer I went without watching a nutrition video or reading a book, the more I would slip up. But then I would watch another movie or uh, another read another book and it'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. This. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course, I need to do it this way. And then I got more more hardcore with the whole food plant based and it kind of progressed that way until I really dove in 100 percent and haven't looked back. So that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely find those moments where I'm like, you know what? I need to go watch a video. Yeah. I need to go be, I, I started joining some Facebook groups that are plant-based because you need that constant inspiration, especially when everyone around you, it seems, um, is not eating that way. Yeah, well, it's, uh -huh. it's everywhere in advertising and like billboards on TV, on radio. 
you can't yeah. uh, you can't escape the herbies right like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, yeah definitely so how long would you say you were off the wagon before you really said no there's something there's something that's got to change again um it was about maybe six months okay um of gradually getting less and less more on processed foods okay and then i spent about you know the three months just trying to get myself back on track um okay. and then i also added the fitness which i till that point it was all food based i was like see okay. i can be healthy with food alone kind of a thing and i was like no fitness is important too okay and so and so when you when you got back on board that was when you added both at the same time Yes. And so this next summer around um, that we just finished, I was like, okay, I'm going to add exercise as well. And that helps also with the energy and that positivity and yeah. being around people that care about their bodies. Yeah. And that helps. So what did you do? I actually heard a lot of people were um, talking positively about CrossFit as a long-term something that they've been able to stick to. And so I found a place Actually, it's right on my path from work to home and back. Okay. So it was perfect. And uh, they had a uh, boot camp that's six weeks. And so um, it's supposed to help people transition into CrossFit. Yeah. And, um, and they do a lot more with cardio. So you'll see more of a, a weight loss change and a strengthening change using just your body. Um, and so I did that. And amazingly, I came out winning um, second place in the entire world for getting the results that I got. for boot Wow, camp. congratulations. Thank you. And that was very inspiring because, I, as I told you in my past, I couldn't be in PE or fit, you know, physical education classes. Yep. I didn't learn sports. So I got teased a lot, you know, for not being physical, physically active um, yeah. or athletic. And so that was huge. Um, and really they helped me overcome um, a lot of those mental, emotional blocks that I had about, you know, being insignificant, being teased, at, you know, and bullied and things. And they said, you know, you're not that person anymore. You're stronger than that. You said that to yourself. No, my coach said that. Oh, okay. Because we had a really hard workout and I, I started crying. I was like, I can't do this. I'm worthless. I'm, I'm just that fat kid. You know, and I went right back and she goes, no, you're not. You're stronger. You're different. You know, and she, you know, in that moment, it changed something you. in me that said, you know what, you're right. Every day, I'm no longer the person I was. Yeah. I'm always improving. I'm always growing. I'm always getting stronger. And that is applied to not only my fitness, but in my nutrition to say, just because you had a slip up, it's not, oh, you're a failure. It's okay. But you've learned so much since yeah. <laughs> you're not that person anymore and you can get right back on track and you can keep going forward towards a positive, long-term, healthy lifestyle. Well, and a lot of times we learn more from our mistakes than we do from our successes. Definitely. Right. So, so this has really helped me in a lot of the mental and emotional as well just to, to take that ownership of my health. So that's carried over into a, a whole, you know, a whole person, healthier lifestyle. Yeah. So did you find that it was compounded the change because you added exercise as well as switching back to whole foods. Definitely. Definitely. Um, because the other one was just weight loss and now I have, um, muscle, hmm. um, and, and that's my metabolism, which has actually been challenging because I never had a high metabolism. And so suddenly I'm like, I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's had to help me rethink that 
it's actually challenging for me to eat more. Yeah. But the good thing is, is one of the struggles I had when I first went plant-based was I wasn't eating enough. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm eating and I'm full already, but I'm not getting the full rainbow in. Okay. And so now that I've actually increased my metabolism through exercise, then now I can eat more and I can get all those nutrients in. Well, and it, it takes time to stretch your stomach as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So that over time, your your stomach capacity will increase and you'll physically be able to eat more Yeah. in addition to wanting to eat more. Because, yeah, you definitely do want to eat more when you're when you're running every day. Exactly. So I'm excited. I'm excited about even the future changes and knowing that I'm going to get healthier as I get older. All those people say, oh, well, I'm just getting older. And I always tell them, oh, the best years are yet to come yeah. <laughs> because the more I learn, the healthier I'm becoming. And so have you stuck with uh, CrossFit then? Yes, yes. I did boot camp um, twice. So it was six weeks, another six weeks. Um, I actually won that class too. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, so it was just very motivating to, to have those successes. And then I did a two weeks beginner class. And I just finished that yesterday. Oh, and wow. So now I'm officially set up to do CrossFit, kind of the full, the full on um, program. Awesome. And so I'm gonna. I, I feel great about it. I'm confident about it. And then my husband just joined his first boot camp this week. Oh, so excellent! He's, he's now uh, kind of following in my footsteps and 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 getting involved with his fitness as well. So I'm really excited for him. Awesome. So did you find that anyone, um, say any of your colleagues or whatnot, have has your being healthier spread to them? Yes, it has. Um, I know a friend of mine or one of my co coworkers um, has made, you know, they'll, they'll make a lot of, we all eat lunch together and they'll be like, yeah, I, I should be eating like that. <laughs> and they're like, oh man, you do so well. How do you do it? Or things like that. Or they, yeah. uh, the, the best part was um, like, I got one of the recipes off of the, the forks over or the, actually it was the engine too. Okay. Yeah. Is, is really specifically more the diet I started on and he had a recipe for um, the fruit pie. And so when we were having like a potluck, I brought that for everybody to eat. And um, it's just so colorful. Yeah. You know, it had the bananas and the strawberries and the crust was made with dates. And so it was really sweet and nutty. And and it, it was gobbled up. I mean, it went <laughs> fast. And people were passing me in the hallway. And they're like, that was so good. Like, oh, my goodness. I said, all plants, guilt-free. Yeah. And they're like, are you kidding me? I could do that. Like they were really inspired that it was all healthy, no added, you know, artificial fats, no added sugars, you know, and there was like, really? That was healthy for you? <laughs> There's a lot of misconceptions about like people, people think that going plant-based means giving up all taste and flavor. And it's really the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Right. Cause at, it may be at first, like, uh, salad won't taste as good for the first couple of days as your uh, taste buds resensitize to not having an overload of salt all the time. Mm -hmm. But the natural flavors of fresh fruits and vegetables are really what we've evolved to enjoy, to be drawn towards. Yeah, I even have my first. She's like, can I have some of those strawberries? <laughs> you know, I'll bring a bowl of fruit. And they're like, oh, can I have some? Yeah. Oh, and they'll, I mean, they'll eat the, they'll actually, what's amazing is that people will actually choose the fruit first. Yeah. But I think that so often in these gatherings, um, they think, you know, well, the fruit's more expensive. Let me get the cheap bag of chips. 
Um, and so, or, or, oh, that takes time to prepare. And so they're very hesitant to, to pursue that plant lifestyle because they think it takes too much money or too much time. Yeah. And, and, and also it's a, the social aspect of it is, oh, well, we're getting together. We don't do it very often. So it's time Mm -hmm. for a treat. So the chips and the the donuts and the cakes, they're treats, Mm -hmm. but we've just gotten to the point where we're treating ourselves all the time. And that's really all people are having. Oh, definitely. It's it's almost every day now that there's some kind of something to celebrate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely seen that with them too. And it's beautiful because they've even commented on, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be eating something poor that's not quite on my diet and they'll make a comment of, well, but she'll get right back on track. And they're like, Oh, "Oh." that's awesome. Yeah. They know it. Someone's like, Oh, well, see you slipped up once, you know? And they said, no, no, no. I know her. I've seen her. She'll get right back on track. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I've even seen, Oh, it was so sweet. One of the coworkers was bringing breakfast for everybody. And she goes, I got you some oatmeal. (laughs) You know, is this okay? They're, they're actually aware of what I'm eating. They've asked me lots of questions. I explain it to them and they've become more self-conscious or or aware, um, more so not self-conscious, but just aware and going, I'm, I'm thinking about what we're eating and realizing that this is a better choice and I'm going to get this for you instead. Yeah. They're, they're putting uh, thought into the food process and not just buying what's socially acceptable. Yeah. And I'm excited not only because, you know, it was a kind gesture towards me, but that their brains are thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe one of these days they'll make that choice for themselves. Okay. And so no one has yet adopted that more life or whole food plant based for themselves. Not a hundred percent. I have seen a few um, where they're starting to make different food choices. She goes, you know what? I'm not going to eat that food. I'm going to eat this instead. And I'm seeing that she's bringing different things. I do have one coworker that wants to be basically whole food plant-based. Okay. And, and so she, she's kind of ups and downs and things like that. And when she sees me on track, she's like, "Ah, see, I need to get back on track. You know, she's like, I need to do that. Uh, so I'm kind of encouraging her to, to keep up with it, but she's definitely, um, wanting that lifestyle. Well, that's great. Yeah. So I guess since you're a teacher, what's the, what's the food like in the cafeteria (laughs) at your school? (sighs) Oh my goodness. I had a student that was diabetic. Okay. And, and that was a, 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 an opportunity, I guess you could say to really, look at what they were feeding them. Um, cause I would go through the line and, and, and help them pick things out. And it's really sad. I mean, the good, the good part is they do offer some salads. Okay. Um, and they do offer, um, fresh fruit. Okay. But a lot of times they'll offer as their fruit, it's a container of strawberries soaked in sugar. Ah, uh, it's cooked vegetables in oil. Okay. <laughs> Um, they'll have a salad, but then they have horrible salad dressing Yeah. <laughs> or their salad consists of about two bites of lettuce and a tomato. <laughs> hmm. It's like a slice of cucumber, a little baby tomato and, and about, you know, two or three bites of lettuce. Okay. Um, so, and it's iceberg lettuce. So it's like, oi. <laughs> yeah. That no nutrition in iceberg lettuce. It, yeah. Um, and so there really isn't a whole lot. They're trying to do like whole wheat over just white, you know, okay. but even their snacks or pop tarts and 
and things like that. Um, Are they able to bring their own food or do they have to eat at the cafeteria? No, they can, but it's even worse. Um, I live in a poverty uh, or I work in a poverty district. Okay. And so everybody gets a free meal from the school. Um, They get breakfast, they get lunch, and they get an after-school snack if they stay. Okay. Um, and, And so they're getting the bulk of their food, if not all of it, from the school. Um, some of them don't eat at home. So there's a there's a real opportunity there to improve their, their healthfulness. Absolutely. And um, we have a high um, SECAD diagnosis, high ADHD diagnosis. Uh, we have oh. a lot of behavior problems. And I believe a lot of that is that high sugar amount that's being fed to them straight here at the school. Yeah. Um, that we, could, we could impact that. That would be huge. And yeah, if the kids come with a lunch, um, it's typically filled with chips and sugar drinks. We go on a field trip and I say, okay, everybody can bring a bottle of water because we're going to be outside for the day. Um, and they're still bringing sports drinks. Yeah. And so I show them. I said, okay, let's look at the ingredients. Does this say water? What does it say? And it says high fructose corn syrup. I said, that's yeah. sugar. I show them on their milk. I'm like, look at this, sugar. And, you know, because we have a few um, health classes kind of things that we show the kids. And then I show them to read the back of the carton, you know. Um, well, actually, I had an opportunity to, uh, we went on a field trip to the rodeo, and they all listened to a dairy demonstration. They okay. got a cow get milked, and the guy started telling them how much dairy they need to have every day, you know, to save their life, basically. Yeah. Uh, you got to have that. And that was the biggest question everybody says, protein and calcium. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you getting it from? Um, and so he goes, oh, so if you're eating a piece of string cheese and you're having a bowl of ice cream for your snack and you're drinking your milk with every meal, a milk on your cereal and you're having a chocolate milk at lunch, then you're getting your dairy. And I'm yeah. like, oh, oh my goodness, these poor kids. Well, so, it's just terrible advice, right? Yeah. Well, of course, me being plant based, uh, we're in, we're in line for the next event. And I just brought my kids around and I gave them a completely different lesson. (laughs) Awesome. And I sat down and I said, well, you know, there are lots of people that are lactose intolerant. They can't eat meat or or milk from a cow. Did you know you can get milk from plants? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Uh, And so I explained to them because I didn't know that. I didn't know that you could have almond milk and rice and soy milk. That was unheard of growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I explained to them that there were alternatives, uh, that you didn't, you know, he's saying you have to, but you don't. <laughs> In fact, you know? it's better if you don't, because they, they say that milk is a great source of calcium. But if you look at countries, uh, the countries with the highest milk consumption also has the highest rates of osteoporosis. It actually contributes to bone loss. Exactly. Right. So I did read about that. It, it, it's terrible the misinformation that's out there to support this industry that is really not doing any good to anybody Mm. other than the farmers, I guess. Yeah. It's actually doing the exact thing they're advertising. It's not supposed to. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's scary. So I I do like the opportunity to be able to hopefully impact, you know, at least the the group of kids that are given to me and say, you know, you know, we get lots of books and things like that. That'll talk about eating meat. And I said, but do you know that not all people eat meat? And they're like, really? I said, I don't eat meat. They're like, really? You know, and even, and this is the cool thing too, my coworker that I was telling you about will actually tell that to their, to her class 
now. Okay, yeah. Because we talk about herbivores and carnivores. And she goes, did you know that, you know, Mrs. Martin is is not a carnivore, that she's an herbivore, you know, kind of thing. And they're like, really? You know, That's you can awesome. see plants. And so she, now it's spreading to her kids too. So that's incredible. That, that's what age are the children you teach? Six. Okay. So, so young children. Yes. So I'm hoping that, that it, at the very least, it gets deposited in the back of their minds. And someday yeah. when they are making their own choices, they'll think back and go, oh, you know what? I remember a yeah. teacher telling me about that because I didn't even have that background knowledge. No, nor I. And that, yeah. that's more than I would have gotten as a child. Yeah. Yeah, I remember trying to look for nutritional advice and it was all off the food guide, which we know <laughs> if, if you follow the food guide, you're not going to be eating very healthily. Yeah, So exactly. Wow, that's incredible. So I guess, what, what do you eat now? Like, what would your typical day look like? Um, and it is still a challenge uh, when I'm working. I like to have um, oatmeal in the morning um, oh. with lots of fruit. <laughs> Um, I, I, honestly, on some days it's grabbing a banana or an apple on my way out the door. Um, I'm big still a on, good choice. Yes. Yes. So, uh, I like, um, I, the good news is I only drink water or tea. Okay. Uh, um, my, my chai tea lattes are my weakness. <laughs> That's not a weakness. That's uh, one well, of the most healthful drinks you can have. Actually. My only challenge though is, um, is my, my soy milk. Yes. Um, I do like my vanilla soy milk that is slightly sweetened. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm trying to switch over to the non-sweetened. <laughs> gotcha. Well, my understanding is it's the the biggest concern with that is the protein. The protein actually inhibits the phytonutrients for the tea. So you should technically have your tea uh, black, I guess. Yes. But, yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's it's not unhealthful to have tea with soy milk, so... Yes. So it's, it's, like I said, it's one of those, you know, uh, it's borderline, but, um, but that's a yellow light item. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I have my own, um, I have, um, I make my own cereal based on the engine two, um, with like the bran, it has the bran and, um, I'm blanking on all the ingredients right now, but I get it from the engine two um, meal guide. Okay. Uh, and so we keep all those and we mix those. Um, I use rice milk with that and, and fruit, um, some dehydrated fruit, some raisins I like on that. And then um, I like their, we've started doing slow cooker recipes. Okay. I love the lasagna, but it, it was a little time consuming. So when I have the time, I'll make that um, like a sweet potato lasagna. Yeah. Uh, a big one I, we were to eat a lot would be um, sauteing onions and peppers. I like the green... The, the peppers because they come in all the different colors. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll put that um, with, with, you know, your greens and whatnot, the black beans. Um, I really like to have kind of a, a salad with that, or we can get some um, compliant bread or pita to okay. kind of stuff it in, make a yeah. sandwich out of it. Um, the, so the big thing we've been doing now is trying to be, because the time is an issue when I'm working is uh, the slow cooker recipes. Yeah. And so we have found some really great recipes um, with um, that just have the beans, the sweet potatoes, the corns, um, the onions, the peppers, um, and some great seasonings. You know, uh, we're getting to learn about seasonings, <laughs> which yeah. I, again I never used. I use packaged foods, and so I'm really getting to learn about all those different flavors. That's awesome. So you so. would you would basically throw it into the slow cooker in the morning, and then when you come home, it's ready for you. 
Yes. And luckily awesome. now he's working from home. Okay. And uh, that just happened, uh, 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 I guess, about two weeks ago. Okay. And, and so that's where we're, that was the part of our restart too. We're like, oh, great opportunity. What else can we do to help us be more successful and more consistent? Yeah. And we said, let's try some slow cooker recipes where, you know, we can have minimal prep time and it can cook and he's home to monitor it. And then I yeah. have for the week. Oh, that's awesome. So that's been a really helpful adjustment we've made when things get busy. Yeah, I find batch-based <laughs> cooking really helpful where like every Sunday we'll go and prepare, say, five salads each for the week and, and we'll do like a big stew or something like that. And so we'll have exactly. at, least, at least a part of supper ready. Mm-hmm. So you're and not spending that time every single day. Exactly. And, and, we, and we do some um, – uh, the stores are really good about having um, uh, salads – in bags so you can get like your mixed green with spinach and stuff all yeah all packaged and washed and ready um so there's things like that that i mean i would love to have my own garden and pick it fresh and we've yeah. done that <laughs> uh we had a season where we were able to do that when i was home for the summer yeah but when you can't to be able to have frozen vegetables so we get organic and it, i love how it just is organic you yeah. know carrots <laughs> yeah. and, and keep those frozen on hand and we'll just steam frozen vegetables um, and, and at least you're getting those nutrients in, um, and you know that they're in, you know, they the come least in a great package form as possible. That's right. Yeah. No, I, honestly, uh, pre-washed salad mixes and stuff are a life send. Like I, they are. I, I go through about six pounds of spring mix a week between the two of us. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's helpful. That's awesome. So I usually ask my guests what's if if someone's listening right now and they're just about to start their transition or they're just getting going on it, what's one piece of advice that you would give them? Um, I think it's that poor health didn't come overnight and that good health won't come overnight. It's not a, a quick fix. It's a lifestyle change. And with that, I would say to let go of guilt and condemnation, to allow yourself to celebrate progress and not... Uh, focus so much on perfection. Yeah. Don't be perfect overnight. It, it is a process. And to go ahead and celebrate each moment that you are making those gains. Everything that you're learning new makes you a new person. Um, uh, there's hope. It does work. It is uh, good for you. It is possible. And then to go out and find things that motivate and inspire you. Like we talked about, seek out that inspiration. Look for those testimonies where people are being successful yeah. because you need that to drown out, you know, to rebuke and ignore the comments and the advertising and things that come your way. Yeah. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals and, and keep pushing forward. Mm -hmm. And if you can find a partner to help you, my husband has been a great um, support um, and encourager. So even when he's not doing it, he's like, but don't you quit <laughs> yeah. you know, just because I'm slipping. Don't, don't you stop. You're doing great. And he's, he's the one that said, you know what? You're talking about CrossFit, join, do it. Yeah. You know, um, just keep doing it whenever. Oh, I'm not sure. He goes, just do it. Just go. So having, having some kind of a partner, um, and, and you may find that at the gym and yeah. you, know, you have somebody that says, where are you? You know, come on, I'm waiting for you kind of thing. Um, it does help and encouragement or joining a Facebook group or something um, there's lots of support out there. 
yeah, they, they don't have to be local. It doesn't have to be your neighbor. You can find it online and, and find mm-hmm. someone to help you. And there's lots of ways to ask questions. When you're, you know, you're getting discouraged. You're like, oh, why can't I get this recipe to work? Or, and you could just get on that page and say, oh, can somebody help me? And you yeah. have 20, 30 people that are quick to support you and help you. Yeah. But go and, go and seek out that, that inspiration and motivation. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure talking with you. And thank you so much for opening up and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mend It Pass podcast at www.menditpass.com. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider sharing us on your favorite social media. Thanks so much. See you all next time. Visit menditpass.com and get back to bed now.